Blog Talk Radio. Keep doing your thing because you never know. I might be sitting at home with a chicken bone, see on TV. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I know them, you know. Everything and um, he said, you know, I, I don't want to call him his real name. 
Chance has come a long way, and his music Thank you, Jesus. is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> this is the voice, and as I said before. Good evening, good evening. This is ATAZP Live on Blog Talk Radio. Your host, TAZ. And in the house, in the building, I have rapper, songwriter, Cal Knight is in the building, y'all. What's up, Dub K? What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cal Knight in the building. Thanks for having me on this evening. Oh, man, it's no problem, man. Uh, I'm going to tell a story. When I first when I first uh, ran into you, I seen some videos, and I seen it on Facebook, and then I started going to YouTube and l- listening to your music. That's when I hit you up. I think you've been on the show, what, twice? This is the third time? I'm old, yeah, this, so will be the this third- is the third time, right? Yeah, this will be the third time. It's great to be here. Yeah, yeah, and I know, I know when I when I heard you, I was like, man, I gotta get this dude on the show. So how you been, man, since the last time you was on? What's been up? I know you've been doing some things. Oh, I've been great, man. Staying healthy, you know, definitely focusing in on, on the music business, and um, you know, we're out with a really hot EP right now. You know, we got a couple of new official music videos out. Okay, and I did go and check out that animated video, and I was feeling it because, of course, I do comics. I write comics and stuff. I was feeling it, but I was like, my boy got sky blue hair off in here. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what's up? I was, like, I was like, then I had to go see your real face to see, man, I know you ain't got no sky blue hair for real, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm actually working with them. Um, they're actually going to put me in the next cartoon to have me um, and the way I look in the next cartoon, which is um, the By Any Means Necessary cartoon. And, um, you know, they're going to have me in the cartoon, which is really great. But um, they're doing really good work for me, animation work. And, man, they come from Africa. You know, they're putting good um, content together for me out of Nigeria, which has really been great. Okay. I'll tell you what, man. You might have to give me their link so I can uh... – Check them out, too, because uh, it looked pretty good, dog. I was tripping. Had you in the car and everything. I was like, yeah, I'm feeling this. <laughs> so that's a, that's a good way to put the music out. So what yeah. made you come up with that idea? Well, what we did was emulate what we had going on in the official music video. Now, we haven't dropped the official music video just yet, but um, we have um, a 74 Mercedes that we have in the new music videos. We tried to emulate that in the animated video to really make um, both of the videos reflect each other. Right. Well, uh, I'm telling you, I liked it, man. Uh, and the name, the, what's the name of the song in the video? Um, the name of the song is called East Side, also known as I've Been. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play I've Been. So people know what it sounds like on the video. Because I liked the song when I heard it. So this is I've been 
This is our Ben Cal Knight is in the house, and we get ready to rip it right now. I've been chilling on the east side. I've been chilling on the west side. I've been chilling on the east side. I've been chilling on the Chillin' on that east side, that best side, that flex side Who gon' be next ride? Rollin' up, I'm best high My pen wet, pen wet, my tongue dry Damn nigga, I'm so high My hood fit Gucci, my bag shit Louis Spittin' shit like this, don't know what got into me Shorty bad, and I know she wanna do me Get her to the crib, I know she gon' lose it I've been chillin' on the east side I've been chillin' on the west side I've been chilling on the east side. I've been chilling on the west side. I've been. Now I've been looking for the black and brown women. Whitey type, the one that spends the night. Compromise, we never fuss a fight. Type of woman that I need in my life. Bars like this since me high. Be on your ass like Levi. All gas, no pressure. BBS is my pleasure. Worldwide schemes equal worldwide dreams equal worldwide cream. I've been chillin' on the east side. I've been chillin' on the west side. I've been chillin' on the east side. I've been chillin' on the west side. I've been chillin' on the east side. I've been chillin' on the west side. I've been chillin' on the east side. I've been chillin' on the west side. I've been. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Who yeah. did the production on that? Well, actually, um, Hot 97, the radio station, um, also known as um, Bedrock Records, um, they did the production on that. And um, shout out to my man, okay. Rick. They did an excellent job. So how did you link up with them? Well, I linked up with Reggie through uh, my publicist, Angelo Ellerby. And, um, you know, he had me going out to the studio from scratch. You know, I didn't have anything written, and I came out with a slamming project. You know, um, which is East Side. Now, um, I wanted to ask you, what what gets you? Does the beat get you, or does the situation that you you got in your head when you're writing, or is it both? I mean, how do you come up with the the lyrics and the songs? How do you come up with the ideas? Well, um, definitely from past experiences, from um, what's trending out there now. Um, knowing what people want to hear, um, knowing what's hot on the radio, also um, doing things that are um, unique but keeping it relevant to today's music and thinking of different ways to be unique and to be an artist and to be original while still keeping it relevant to today's radio, today's music. Do you, do you um, well, I guess you do, but do you write from past experiences? Yeah, I, I definitely write from past experiences. And, um, you know, even um, songs that I did previously, like The Truth and Hey Sister and um, Addiction, you know, um, I write from past experiences. You know, what, what am I experiencing out there? And what am I seeing other people experience out there? Now, now looking at you, dog, you look like a clean-cut guy, you know, raised up right, you know, had a little money. I mean, I'm just saying. And that probably might be the first impression, somebody that don't know you. Uh, the real you. Tell me the real you. Where you from, uh, real, how you grew up. Um, 
well, how I grew up was definitely um, definitely on the tough side of things. You know, um, I, I grew up um, as a studio rat. Um, my father owned a studio in the Bronx, New York. And so really, um, I just worked with my father for years just on um, artistship and putting together the best songs that I can from also listening to newer records to all the older records and um, really just getting into heavy songwriting and just really just trying to push myself as hard as I can as an artist. And um, how I grew up was definitely with um, uh, publicist Angelo Ellerby, you know, who was publicist to Dionne Warwick, Cool in the Gang, and when he was alive, DMX, and really being a sponge mm-hmm. in his corner, learning as much as I can. Now, do you do you like the studio process or out there performing better? Which one? For well, me, um, I kind of feel like that. I like the um, the the studio side of um, being in the studio with the producers and really just going track for track, um, beat for beat, sound for sound. But then I also just love performing on stage. Um, you know, I also had choreography dancers with me on stage that we have done that in our, our previous work. Um, as as long as uh, um as well as interviews too, I I love doing interviews too. But um me like I really feel like I'm a well-rounded guy in terms of in the, um in the industry. Like I, I love doing a mixture of really everything because everything that you see me do at Kyle Night Music really comes from me just as a person because I'm an independent artist. So up to the pictures, the music videos, the performances, everything um you know is it, it, done from me as a person as an individual Kyle Knight. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I do, I've been doing music for a minute, and I still like going out, you know, and go to a movie, go to a, you know, dinner somewhere. Now, do you want to be top top famous, or do you like chilling where you at right now? I mean, I'm just saying, because being famous, baby. You're going to have to have bodyguards. Women going to be throwing stuff at you, which might be good, you know. You're a young guy. But I'm just saying, what would you like to see this music thing go up all the way top, top famous and be out, you know, where people just know who you are every time you hit them streets? Yeah, I'm definitely um, getting things there. And um, like me, I really inspired to be on the same level that Kenneth Lamar is on. You know, if I could be on a legend level that um, Nas is on, that hip hop artist Common right. is on, uh, really where I'm trying to get to. And um, you know, we're, we're really pumping things into Spotify right now in terms of really uh, moving up the followers on Spotify. Like right now, Spotify, you know, we got about five thousand followers, but that's moving up. And then we also have um, five thousand monthly listeners, but that's moving up too as well. But um, me, I, I, I really um, I'm really boating and really um, angling myself to be the best artist, the, do- the most dominant artist that I can on this planet. Um, by any means necessary, explain that song. Okay, um, as um, any means necessary, that's a, um, a historical track about Malcolm X. It's talking about the life and death and the impact of Malcolm X. It's talking about all the highlights in his life um, up to Mecca, also, when he was assassinated, when he was in jail, um, the, the things that he went through with Elijah Muhammad, um, it, it's very detailed, very detailed um, in the life and death and impact of Malcolm X. It's a very historical track. Cow, cow, mate, 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 cow, mate,
Once upon a time, an activist state of mind. So box speaking for the incarcerated mind. Newspaper stands reading racial times. 1925, X is alive. A little bit of time, somebody dropped a dime. Became educated, some institution alive. Eyes on the prize, a civil rights leader. Hotter than a pistol, angry as a heater. One man made a change. To free your mind from the shackles and the slave brain. Rallies up and down the streets. Auditorium packed to a full. When this man speaks, a protest down the street. Police dogs unleashed. Fire hydrant busted. Civil rights disgusted. This man changed the world before racial corruption. At any means necessary. One man
Hey, this is smooth jazz and chill-out composer-producer Mike Murray. You can find my music on all major online outlets like Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, and more. Also, check out my better half, the beautiful and multi-talented Ona B on our Love Language CD. We hope you'll follow us and share on all social media starting on our website, www.mikemurraymusic.com and www.theonab.com. We appreciate your support and we thank you. You're listening to Taz on Blog Talk Radio. ATAZP Live on Blog Talk Radio with Kyle Knight in the house. Um, I love that song by any means necessary is deep and the song was right. necessary. Uh what what got you into uh writing about that? What got me into writing about that is because I always been into uh, um our black historic men in terms of um Martin Luther King, um Malcolm X in terms of in people like Nelson Mandela, um, Muhammad Ali, Mahatma Gandhi. And I really just um, thought just to really put it into my songwriting because I thought that it would be good for the youth because they're not really getting a message if it's not something cool, if it's not something through hip-hop. So I really thought to deliver my message to the most relevant to today's music that I possibly can to connect to the younger audience by any means necessary. Cool. That's a, that's a good idea. And and keep, <laughs> you know something to teach the teach the, these kids out here. I mean, you know, exactly. all right talking about it, everything else, but sometimes they need a little history, a little black history. Um, yeah, the Truth Chronicles. When I was reading in your bio, it said it was an eight-part series. What what was that? I, I just wanted to know what was it. Well, the truth was talking about all the social issues that was going on in terms of government government corruption. You know what was happening at the time when Donald Trump was in office. Um, also talking about chemical trails and really all the social issues that we face. You know, and telling mm-hmm. people to um, speak the truth. Are you blind or why? Live or die. Truth will survive. You know, to always be true to who they are and always seek the truth. To always seek the truth in life. And you did eight parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did eight, um, eight episodes, and um, uh, they were um, they were all different. And um, one of them was on um, government corruption. One of them was on police brutality. One of them was on um, in terms of climate change and global warming. And they all touched on different right. topics of social, um, the, um, social issues that that are around us as people today. You know, to tell people to seek the truth and to be conscious and aware of what's going on around them. You might as well start doing a political show like I do. You might as <laughs> yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. I I'm mean, going to do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that would that'd be pretty good. I mean, you know, I'm just thinking, because we talk about uh, basically current events that's going on. And it's political stuff that's going on, uh, climate change and all that. We talk about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you need yeah. to do that. And one day, <clears throat> one day I'll invite you into when I have the ladies on and we do a political show. It's only thirty minutes on Sunday, so yeah, need to yeah, call you up and 
Yeah. You come in yeah. and chop it up with us, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I, I'm open to that. You know, um, you could definitely give me a buzz, and um, I, I'll definitely pop on through and um, speak the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give you your opinion. Um, acting and modeling, you still doing that? Yeah, um, we're still doing the modeling things, and, and um, you know, we're getting into acting, you know, and it's like now um, we're really getting into acting a lot now you know, with my publicist and also my mom is an actress too. So, you know, she's really propelling me and helping me with uh, getting into acting. And then I have um, Angela Wellerby, you know, um, she's helping me as well, uh, um, getting into acting. But but I'm very excited about that, especially with the modeling and the different clothes and different attire and then uh, being on television. uh, um, I really think between the music, the acting and the modeling, it's just really just going to be a great diversity to the Kyle Knight music brand. Now, is it I've acted before, I'm just saying. I just wanna know. Is it hard is it hard for you or does it come natural? Well, um the whole industry is hard because people got to remember, you know, um, that all these songs that you hear by any means necessary, East Side, The Truth, Hey Sister, you know, these are all songs that I'm writing on the, um, the edge of my bed. You know, these are all songs that I'm writing for my car seat. These are all songs that I'm writing for my living room. And then, you know, um, it's difficult in terms of, you know, just website, um, photo shoots, music videos, blogs, interviews, uh, performances. And um, at the end of the day, and this is something that me and Curry Hines talked about, is that there are so many different aspects that you don't even feel like an artist at the end of the day. You feel like a businessman. But when you're a good artist, you know how to hone your craft, and you know how to hone your content so that, you know, you really feel like an artist slash businessman slash brand. But there's so many different aspects that um, you know, it, it's hard to feel like an artist all the time. Right. So what you mentioned in all those avenues, basically promoting yourself, which one do you feel gets you the most most pop and which one do you feel that you like the best? Me, I know um, somebody got I, to be, one of them got to be the best <laughs> or the funnest. I really, feel, um, I really feel from a studio um, standpoint that I'm pretty strong because um, when people hear my music and what I'm delivering in the studio, they feel like they're right there with me and then I'm also like performing right in front of the right in front of their face. And then I feel that that I'm also strong in terms of my performances and that I'm delivering the strongest performances that I can. Um, I performed in all different states in terms of New York, North Carolina, South Carolina, Chicago, uh, um, um, Cleveland. Let's not forget about Cleveland. Um, I I did this um, survivor of violence um, promoter and publicist who was Bone Thugs and Harmony, Monica, Bow Wow, and all the Midwest artists. But I really feel from those aspects, from performing, also being in the studio, and just a real well-rounded businessman, I really feel is my best suit. It's really my best foot out. Um, production. How do you choose what, what, what beats, what sound you want? I mean... Well, you go in with a specific plan? Um, sometimes I go in um, with, with a real detailed plan, but then others I'm really just I'm going by ear. But what I try and do is um, really try and have what they call is called uh, turnaround business. And, um, you know, when you work with somebody for the second time, 
And so, like uh, me, I, I came through with the East Side, um, also known as I Ben, and um, that was a really hot record. So I really feel to go back to the radio station. I feel to go back to Bedrock Records um, to get right. um, just the same quality record. Now, uh, I'm thinking when I okay, did did you sometimes get beats from other producers that's just out of the blue that you don't know, like you know All the somebody time. say hey. All the- I got a song for you. I think you can rip this. Yeah, I get um, production from people all around the world. I mean, I work with DJ Prince Ice. Uh, um, he's worked with a, a ton of independent artists, but um, he worked with Snoop Dogg before. He's also worked with Ice Cube. And um, not only that, I also work with Seneca the Product. He's out in California. Um, shout out to my man, Seneca the Product. Um, you know, he's cut tracks for Young Jeezy. He cut tracks for um, DMX when he was alive and things like that. So um, it, it's producers from all around the world. And I also work with um, Pug Flavor. Shout out to Pug Flavor from across the theater. And um, he's worked with a ton of Middle um, West artists, up to Missy Elliott, Monica, Bow Wow. And um, he cut tracks me on the truth. So really, it, it, it's producers from all around the world uh, um, that, that, I, that I worked with. And I continue to work with to get the best result to the brand. Now, uh, if I was riding in your uh, drop in the video, if I was riding in that vehicle, who are you playing besides you? Who are your favorite artists that you bumping in that in that ride? <laughs> well, I'm glad that you asked that, man. Um, um, favorite artist that I listen to would definitely be uh, Kendrick Lamar. You know, I'm really into Kendrick. I mean, I really he really has um, some really great content, some really great songs and material. Uh, um, I'm definitely into um, hip hop legend Nas. You know, I love um, I love Nas. Um, I also love hip hop legend Tupac. You know, I I, I always been into um, Tupac, but then I, I'm also into um, mm-hmm. what J Cole is doing as well. Right. Do you listen to only hip hop, or do you listen to some R&B or? Oh, man, I, listen, I listen to everything. You know who um, else I'm really into is um, Adele. You know, I'm really into Adele. Um, and um, another artist that I'm really into is um, Bruno Mars. I love Bruno Mars. And yeah, um, I also love, um, I, I also love uh, the Queen Mary J. Blige. I mean, I'm always in the kitchen cooking, you know, firing up the stove, listening to Mary J. Blige. You know, I just got my, <laughs> my ambience going on. I got my music going on, my food going on, and I got my girl Mary I'm listening to. You know, I love Mary J. Blige. Um, what, and I'm up here thinking just now, what are, you, what are you doing next Friday, man? Because around this time, I'm playing some, uh, we're doing uh, gospel, delay it or play it. And it's gospel, but it's not, it's gospel where you go, is that gospel? You know what I mean? You got to go, wait a minute. Dude, you said it was gospel, but is that gospel for real? So, yeah, I'm playing some stuff like that. And I, I got another artist, my friend out of D.C., G. Wright, another radio personality and he does inspirational music uh, coming through, and we always do gospel, delay it or play it, and then he hits me up at the end of the show. Uh, can you send them tracks to me, man, so I can play on my radio show? I never heard them. So yeah, if you ain't doing nothing next Friday. Yeah. 
I'm definitely in the gospel. Um, you know who I love on the gospel scene, who I always have loved, is um, Kurt Franklin. You know, um, I've always been yeah. into Kurt Franklin uh, and what he does on the gospel scene. And, um, also, my girl, uh, Yolanda Adams. You know, um, I have yeah. always loved uh, Yolanda Adams. So I'm very, very, very into um, gospel. Yeah, if you ain't doing that next Friday, I would love to have you in here. So you can tell her, no, nah, no, nah, I like this one better, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm open to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Do, do, yeah, that that cat, along with uh, a DJ out of Chicago, they be having, the DJ out of Chicago, he don't want to like, he want to like everything. I was like, dude, the premise of the show is delay it or play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> That and you can't. Yeah, I like every song too, but I want y'all to make a yeah. choice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I follow you. So, <laughs> so Wendy, so uh, what what do you do on a regular night when you, you know, just chilling, or something hits you where you feel like you got to write? Like you said, you write off the side of the bed, in the in the corner of the car somewhere. Uh, what? Gives you the inspiration to actually put down some lyrics when you're chilling. Well, um, what gives me the inspiration is where I feel I can be unique, where other artists aren't being unique while still keeping it relevant. Um, what gives me the inspiration is what I see on the news. Um, what gives me the inspiration is definitely, you know, what I see going on, you know, even in office on a political, on a social issue level. Um, there's a lot of um, things that give me inspiration to write. Um, even on uh, a romantic love level, um, you know, how I, what I'm going through in a relationship with, with a young lady, with a woman, you know, that even gives me inspiration to write, you know, um, in, in terms of a relationship that I'm going through. I, I would say love definitely inspires me to write. And um, when I'm not doing music, man, um, I, I, I love to cook, you know. Um, I, I, I'm just here cooking. I, I just really love to cook. Um, there's just so many different things that I just really fire up the stove and I just, I just get it on, you know. And sometimes I, I cook like two, two meals a day, just really just trying to push myself to see just how good I can get this, um, this meal to, this meal to taste, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I cook too. I mean, my wife wanted me to go to chef school, and then everybody. That's friends with me will attest and tell you if you come on next week, uh, my friend that's uh, the inspirational sh- singer, he'll tell you how good I could cook because he he yeah. drive all the way across Atlanta just to come to get with me because I made some chili. Oh wow! So <laughs> he drive all the way across city to get some chili, eat a bowl, and then take a bowl with him. So he'll tell you about it, because we used to have those legendary house parties in Atlanta when I was living in Atlanta. We did them for nine years in a row, and I would have everybody bring in the best dish. I would lay out about 10 to 12 different dishes, all kind of food be coming in the house all night. Everybody bring food all night long, plus I'm running the show, I'm DJing, then I have a couple people in the crowd that want to perform, so they perform. I perform. So we had a night of it for nine years in a row. And they still yeah, talk about these like, parties. Yeah, that's what I like to do, man. Like, I, I seriously, like, we'll make several different dishes, like lasagna, um, up to leg of lamb, um, up to different fish meals and things like that. I'm cooking fish. And, of course, okay. my favorite is lobster. 
No, I, I, I love lobster, man, since a kid. I, it's, it's on the expensive side, but um, nothing's too expensive when you love what you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. Keep on doing that, yeah. too. Hey, hey you, you win a couple of women's hearts when you're cooking. That's right. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. Cook. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You be talking about, well, we going out tonight, but you know, you coming to the crib because I'm cooking for you. What? Yeah. It'd be all over then. Yeah, It'd be all fun. over for you then. You know, you're getting that night. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> for real, for real. Um, yeah. Have, oh, okay. Have you started doing the production too as well? Because I, I know I talked to oh, you about it, this last time, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I've been um, co-producing tracks now for the last um, couple of years. Uh, um, the track that you hear, the um, the East Side track, I've been, I co-produced that with the radio station there. And then we have several remixes around the Malcolm X record that accommodate different parts of the country. And uh, we're getting ready to really service the record. They really put legs underneath the project. But um, yeah, um, even on the Malcolm X project, I, I, I co-produced that too as well. Um, what um, equipment, software, uh, drum machines, whatever, what equipment, what stuff do you use to actually go in and do a Kyle Knight original? Well, I'm glad that you asked that question because uh, we use Logic Pro, um, Logic software. Um, we definitely use Logic mm-hmm. all the time, live, um, live drums. Um, we also use... Um, um, Pro Tools. We use Pro Tools all the time between Logic Pro Tools and what they um, what they call addictive drums. You know, um, I'm, if you're familiar with it, what is it? Um, on, I think I've seen it. Um, yeah, yeah, man. And so um, a, a lot of our tracks, even when you listen to the East Side and the Malcolm X, they have live drums in the tracks, um, which is called a, addictive drums. And you can find this in Logic and also in Pro Tools. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm I'm getting ready to get a MPC one, getting ready to get one. I had a machine, and I did about ten beats on it, but I didn't like it because I had the NK three, and it it had to connect to your computer in order for you to do the the operate it. You know, it didn't stand alone, and I was like, man. And now they got a new one that stands alone, but I'm getting ready to get the MPC one that stands alone, so. I could do the beats without being on the computer, you know. Yeah, I follow you. That's right. Yeah, I was like, because when I got it, I was like, man, I like this, but I was like, I got to shut down all everything down so I can use this thing, you know. So yeah, I know. nah. Yeah, you're telling me. And, it, and then it's got about each time you go off, like for two minutes, when you get back on, you got about a hundred updates you got to do. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, man, this ain't going to work for me right here. <laughs> so I put yeah, it back in the box. Yeah, there's What'd definitely a very heavy learning. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a very I like heavy learning. And in terms of learning all the studio gear, um, learning all the instrument gear and things like that, I mean, it took me years in my dad's studio um, to really know how to produce a professional track, you know, without it sounding unprofessional. Right, because I like the way it sound in it, man. It's good, but dude, I was mad because I 
I, I had to use another computer to talk to other people. I I ain't on my regular computer. I'm on another one now because this one got me locked out. So yeah, but yeah, it's it's a world of a lot of production equipment out there that you don't even need to really go to the studio. You can have your own studio at your house, really. Yeah, and take your pre-production. Uh, project to the studio if you want to clean it up or send it to somebody even because you can send it now in a zip file and boom somebody can work on it and send it back to you yeah that's right um you know what we're able to do today in technology is really just outstanding yeah and it, it's crazy too because that's that's yeah. why you got a lot of that's why you got a lot of these uh hip-hop artists that's out of here too because mm-hmm. of the technology that's right. And that don't mean yeah. everybody that don't mean everybody's good either. That don't mean that. It just that's means right. there's a whole <laughs> lot of people there doing it. Yeah. Uh the song the song Gun in My Hand. Explain that before I play it. Okay. Well um it's a remix around the by any means necessary remix project. Um, there's three remixes in total, and um, this was more so to pitch um, on a mainstream level and what's going on on the radio. And um, this is a track that um, my friend Seneca the Product had cut. You know, he cut tracks for DMX um, as well as uh, Young Jeezy too. And this is something that me and him put together that we really took our time with um, uh, one summer in South Carolina, and we just really just worked at it. And um, it's a very um, historical, legendary track, just giving the life and death and the impact of the life of Malcolm X. Voices, 
I'm throwing shout in my head that I'm just gonna die. Wrote a letter that was viral. Had a bigger job to do. Freed up by the pop, 30 shots to the torso. 
Well, folks, it's time to kick it old school. Uh, so you can feel cool. <laughs> Give it to me. 